Welcome to today's Word of Mom Radio here on the Word of Mom Media Network. I'm your host, Dory DiCarlo, and you know we are here week after week, show after show, breaking those myths that mompreneurs and businesswomen, especially those of us building our businesses from home that we're dabbling in between bake sales and getting our nails done, we're not. We are smart, we are savvy, and we are sharing the wisdom of women in business and in life, and I'm looking forward to introducing you to today's guest. Sierra Stockland has owned and operated businesses since her early teens. As a serial entrepreneur, her business mindset and tenacity led her to opening her first store in 2006, which she then franchised. Her vast experience in both retail and wholesale industries led her to launch her first market wholesale subscription box for boutique retailers which she built and sold within 18 months. Most recently, Sierra has launched the Boutique Workshop, a coaching program for retailers. She's been recognized as a small business champion through SCORE, has held a seat on the United States Chamber of Commerce Small Business Council, and is a for-profit certified coach. And through her coaching program, the Boutique Workshop, Sierra strives to motivate owners to dream big, So with all that being said, Sierra, welcome to Word of Mom Radio. Hello. How are you? Absolutely awesome. And really want to know, what does dreaming big and living big look like to you? Oh, what a good Yes. That's a great way to lead off this conversation. So um, I had to actually figure out how to define that because we say a lot of things, right? And living big sounds great, but then how do I define that? So this is how I define it. Living bold, intentional, and grateful every day. So when we live bold, we make choices not driven by fear or small mindset, scarcity mindset. We make big choices, bold choices, things that push us out of our comfort zone. A mentor of mine once told me, Sierra, you need to do things that get your palms sweaty. I love that. So something that makes you a little nervous means you're probably in the right space. So bold, intentional, intentional being like really thoughtful, really thinking about what is the decision I'm making today going to do for where I end up tomorrow? Are there consequences, good or bad, with these choices? How can I be really intentional? And then grateful, just really thankful for the lessons learned, for the scabs from falling down, from the bloody knuckles, um, from the tears, from the smiles, just grateful for the journey. And when we become grateful, it's really fun because it pushes us right back into becoming even more bold, which then pushes us to becoming um, even more intentional with the next series of opportunities. So that's what living big looks like to me. I like that vicious cycle that you yeah. created that, you know, the bolder you are, the more intentional, the more grateful. It just kind of keeps on going. You know, I like the idea of your palms being sweaty to me yep. when it's outside of your comfort zone where life really begins, you yeah. know, and I don't know, I've lived most of my life where my comfort zone's a dot. A dot. 
Yeah. (laughs) Way back when. So, you know, and I love, you know, so you started, you're that serial entrepreneur and continually building big. How do you bounce back from failure? Yeah, I think um, grateful attitude really plays into that. So when you look at every, I like to say perceived failure, right? Because who really defines what's a failure or not just like who really defines success. Those are so arbitrary. So when you bounce back or when you have a perceived failure, so something that you would think other people think that I'm failing or this isn't how I wanted it to turn out. When you can take a step back and say, I'm going to be grateful though for the opportunities this brought me, for what I've learned, for what's around the corner, for what I'm able to participate in now because I no longer have this obligation or that obligation, whatever that failure, if you will, brings you. If you're grateful for that, um, that's how you bounce back. So I know, you know, at one point I've lived a lot of entrepreneurial life, good, bad, ugly, all the things. And at one of the points in my journey, I had lost pretty much everything. And I found myself on the couch. I like to say this is a chapter of Tums and Tissues. So tissues and Tums, you know, just to survive, right? So I'm sitting on the couch with my Tums and Tissues. And I'm like, what's this all for? The reason I could get back up off the couch, and it didn't mean that I didn't have a period of grieving and thinking through things, but the reason I could pull myself up and get up off that couch and bounce back, if you will, is because I could truly say like, okay, this didn't turn out the way that I wanted it to, but here's what I learned here's something I should have done differently. Here's the part of that whole story that I do need to take accountability for. When you can start to think that way, bouncing back becomes easier and easier. Tums and tissues. Yes. That, I'm serious. What a great descriptive way to do it, but it's true. I've always say, you know, you know, because we don't win and lose. We win or we learn. So I kind of look at it that whole same way. Talk about the different boutiques and how you got into retail and wholesale yeah you know creating that market wholesale subscription box yeah I think everything on my entrepreneur in my entrepreneurial journey has come by saying yes to opportunity and by pushing myself so my first business formal business I was 13 years old I didn't know it would be a formal business, but I started a little acting company. I was a homeschool kid. I wanted to be in theater. I was complaining to my mom that there was no options. And she said, well, if you want an option, why don't you create one for yourself? I said, okay, sounds good. So I brought a couple friends together. We did a little play and it ended up growing where we were having more and more kids participate. And I turned it into an acting company. We had a studio downtown and I worked with public, private homeschool kids for many years. Um, And then when that journey kind of came to a close, I said, you know what, I'm married now. I have a couple little kids of my own. I don't really want to do the nonprofit thing anymore. What's next? Retail had always been really interesting to me. Um, As a kid, we had traveled a lot around Minnesota, little lake towns, and there's all these little boutiques. And I'd always go into the boutiques, and I just thought it was so neat that women had their own store. And so I thought, you know what, that's what I want to do next. I want to have a store. Um, And so I had to think of a niche, like how can I set myself apart? What would be something someone would want to shop? And then I just asked people questions and found some mentors and jumped in and did it. Um, So I started that first store in 2006, grew that, franchised it. When I ended up selling the brand and shutting um, the corporate stores down, 
I thought, okay, now I have all these relationships and contacts and I understand how a boutique owner thinks. Now what do I do? And so then launched the subscription box. And then from that started working with all of my clients, which were small retailers around the country, asking questions about inventory and profit and loss statements and numbers. And I thought, well, I have all the information and I know what works. So why not go into that coaching line of business? So when I started out my retail store in 2006, I had, I didn't even know there was a business coach. I didn't even know that was a thing. Like I've never had the intention of, oh, I'm going to be a coach or a consultant. But as you say yes to opportunity, as you get up off the couch and figure out what I can learn from this, where are my skill sets? What are my superpowers? I think those doors as an entrepreneur continue to open up and just push you in the direction where you were really meant to be. I feel like now as a coach, this is what I was created for more than any of my other roles that I've had. So in your stores, what did you sell? We started out with high-end maternity baby clothing. Um, and that was my first concept. And then six months later, I opened a second retail store next door and we sold designer outlet products. So we would buy salvage freight, damaged freight, um, you know, canceled orders, off-price inventory. And I would sell that. And then that's the, the business that I actually ended up merging the high-end boutique with the designer outlet product. I merged those and built that into the business that I franchised. What a great idea. Yeah, people yeah. love it. People want a deal. So that worked out. And we were right heading right into the recession of 2008. So the timing for an uh, outlet store was perfect, too. So talk to us about your boutique workshop and the coaching program that you've now created. Yeah. So like I said, I, you know, launched the subscription box and started pairing up wholesalers and retailers and the retailers were consistently asking me the same things. How much inventory should I buy? How do I do a buying budget? I don't understand financials. I hate numbers. Like I was hearing the same thing over and over. And so I launched this little beta program. I thought I'll just work with five, six owners for six weeks. If it goes great, fine. If not, you know, I don't have to do it. And we saw such amazing progress. Like the women that came in, I can think of one in particular. She didn't have a bookkeeper, had never made a budget, did not have a set of financials. She didn't know how to look. By the end of that six weeks, she had a profit and loss statement. She was making her own budget in Excel. She understood where she stood with inventory. And I was like, this is amazing. If I can keep bringing these wonderful women, like you started off with in your intro, women that are smart and intelligent and hardworking, and they want to create a life for themselves from their home or a little boutique on the corner somewhere, if I can just give them the tools that they're needing and send them on their way, that's a pretty amazing job to have, to empower women through knowledge and learning. And so that's how the boutique workshop was launched. And that's what we work on. We just simplify everything numbers related in an inventory-based business. This is what Word of Mom Radio is all about. It's empowering, encouraging, and educating women yeah. because we need the voice. You know, the Oh Boy Network works great. And women need to be out there sharing with other women. And so I really applaud you for what you're doing because we talk about it a lot very often women have a hard time encouraging and empowering other women because we fall into that high school mentality. Yes. Oh, my God. What if they steal my boyfriend? What if they yep. like more than they like me? And it's becoming more and more commonplace now that women are showing each other how to do it, how to move forward. Because no matter how big our businesses get, no matter what we do, we can never service everybody. But right. if you teach other people how to do it, 
then the network just keeps growing and growing because there's enough for everyone. Yes. And you learn so much by teaching too. I think that's an important thing. You know, if you, whoever's listening here, if you feel like, oh, but it's so scary to put myself out there. What if I don't have the right information to share? Or what if someone steals my idea? Or these are real thoughts we have as women, right? But think about how much you could learn and how much farther along you could be if it works well, right? We tend to think like, what if this happens? And we go to this limiting belief of it's going to be bad instead of, but what if it was not? bad? Like, what if this actually opened my network to so many more people? What if I actually learned by teaching how to do what I'm doing myself even better? And I think if we can come from that mindset, we want to lean into other women and help and support them. It's like the end of Willy Wonka when he said yes. to Charlie, Charlie, do you know what happened to the little boy who got everything he wanted? And he said, what? He goes, you lived happily ever after. I subscribe to your philosophy. What if it's even better than you yes. thought it was going to be? Yeah. You know? and, and it's true. The more you teach, the more it clarifies it for yourself. You know, it's amazing how sometimes you'll hear yourself talking about something and it's, oh, yeah. Yep. You know, little pieces that we forget along the way. Right. Sometimes, you know? Right. Absolutely. I know. No, and, it you know, the relationships you make. I just did an interview with a gal I've known for a long time, she's in marketing, and we talked about relationship marketing and how it's a lost art. So we think, you know, back even when I started in 2006, like there was no Facebook, like there was no social media, there was none. And so the way you grew your business was through relationships. And we've lost so much of that through social. And so we as women really need to get back to relationship marketing, relationship building. It's such a key ingredient for successful business to build relationships, to invest in other people. I love to always tell my clients, do you want to be around people that are one step ahead of you and one step behind you? Because those in a step ahead of you can show you where you, you know, watch out for this pothole, you know, watch this, do this. And the people behind you, you're going to learn from teaching them and giving them that hand up. So it's really important to broaden our network and really think of it that way. On that note, we're going to take a quick break, say thank you to our sponsors, and we'll be back in just a moment here on Word of Mom Radio. Let's get ready to rumble. Witness the biggest underdog story ever in Rumble, the animated action adventure starring Will Arnett, Terry Crews, and professional wrestler Joe Roman Reigns Anoyai. In a world where monsters are global wrestling superstars, one unlikely champion is stepping into the ring to bring an entire town back to life. Buy or rent Rumble on digital and watch it today. Rated PG from Paramount Pictures. Hi, this is Charlotte Felcher with a tip from my book, Kid Fun, 401 Easy Ideas for Play. Boy, it's really hot out these days. And a great thing to do for kids, especially kids who don't have access to a pool, is to have them paint with water. Give them a bucket with clean water and clean paintbrushes send them outside and they can paint everything. They can paint furniture, the stairway, the railing, toys. They could actually clean their toys, bring them outside, and they could paint you or each other. Painting with water is really fun and a very easy way to be creative. For activities and more information about my book, please visit www.kidfunandmore.com. She is brave, 
She is bold. She is you. And we want to tell your story. Are you ready to share your journey with us on Word of Mom Radio? Go to wordofmomradio.com and register as a guest. We want to tell your story because when you win, we all win. We all know a survivor. Some of our friends and family have made it through difficult times. Some of us don't make it. Losing a loved one to cancer, a car accident, or any other unfortunate event can be crippling and unavoidable. But one of the hardest subjects to talk about is suicide. Too often, our youth decide that leaving this place is easier than facing the struggle forced upon them every day. More than one in four children go through some form of bullying or another. Most of us survive with scars, but for some, the inner demons created cannot be recognized or treated in time to ensure they make it through. Bullying in every form is very much avoidable. It starts with me, and it starts with you. This is Kelly Carius from No Such Thing as a Bully, reminding you to do your part when you see bullying happen. If you don't know what that is, call 403-447-4404. Or go to no such thing as a bully.com. Don't let the name fool you. Stadiumbags.com is not just for sports fans. Our clear bags make it easier for you to get into any venue that you go to. And in today's world where we are so concerned about germs, the materials that our bags are made with are strong enough to stand up to the solvents that you can use to clean your bag so you know you come home safely. So check out stadiumbags.com. You'll see why we are the clear choice, because safety, it's in the bag. And we're back here on Word of Mom Radio. We're talking with Sierra Stockland, and I love what you just said. I really do. I love what you just said, and it is so important. We are not each other's competition. No. We are each other's biggest cheerleaders. I created a graphic once about nine years ago of this staircase had a little money and this little figure going up. And it's like, when you get to the top and that door opens, don't forget to reach behind and take the hand of the person who's following you. All of our ups and downs, the mistakes we've made, the things we've learned, this becomes somebody else's roadmap as we share our journeys. If we yeah. don't share the good things we've learned, the bad things we've learned, you know, some things for me aren't going to work, but for you they are. It's the same thing with coaching. That was the gift I gave to myself over COVID because I've been a business coach for years, but now there's certification. And so that was my treat. And so I got certified as a business coach, as a life coach, most importantly, as a mindset coach. Because until you change that, and I'm sure yeah. you know as you're working with people in your workshops, Until you get them to just realize that, wait a second, the way you're thinking is going to, it's Henry Ford. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it made me think about something, too, while you were talking through that, because I know you have a lot of moms that listen. We can take this outside of business into motherhood, too. We are not in competition with each other. You don't have better kids or a better mom or let's start collaborating. Can you imagine how amazing the world would be in our own small community if moms were like, hey, I want to teach you or train you or tell you something that worked really good with me and my little toddler the other day. Instead of being afraid someone's going to judge her or, you know, if we just opened up or said, hey, you know, you have teenagers. I'm coming up on the teen years with my kids. Can you give me a couple tips? Tell me what has been working well, what hasn't, what should I look out for? I mean, 
in every aspect in life, business, personal life, marriage, whatever, relationships, we need to be a community that invests in one another. Someone before us, someone after us, so huge. And we learn so much that way and just grow as humans thinking that way too. If you've downloaded this podcast, please rewind to listen again to what Sierra just said. Boy, did you hit a nail on the head. You really did. It isn't a competition. My kid isn't better or bigger or bigger or prettier, blah, blah, blah. We are a community and we're a global community and it starts in our own backyard, but it has to move forward. And if we've learned anything through this pandemic, it's that even though we needed to be apart, we still needed each other. Yeah. You know, we needed each other. We you need people. You really do. You're not an island unto yourself. That's going to segue me because <laughs> talk to us about Iron Man. Oh, okay. All right. Well, <laughs> you know, I mean, I, you know, in, in just talking to you, it's like, I got to know about yes. Iron Man and the kind of perspective it must have given you on business and life. Yeah, so this, talk about mindset. That's one of the reasons I did it. So I actually just completed my second in Alaska three weeks ago. My first Ironman was last year in Texas, and I had been a 5K girl. Now, let me tell you, I am not, I didn't do athletics in high school or college, nothing. Like, I played the flute, and I did drama. That's it. So I started running after I had my kids, and just little local races, 5Ks, you know, little things like that. It was really hard for me. You know, you'd look at me and say, oh, you're so fit. It must be easy. Nope. The first time I ran down the block, I couldn't breathe. I was like, this is awful. You know, we all have to start somewhere, right? And But I had this goal, like, I want to try to learn to run. So I did some races and things. Never thought I'd do any endurance sports. But my husband did an Ironman, and just watching him was so inspirational, going to the event and seeing literally every age, literally every body type taking part in that Ironman and the spectators and how encouraging, like the community was so amazing for that reason. I was like, I need to do this. And I wanted to sign up to push my mind. I thought there's, there's tools that I'm going to learn and things I'm going to process in this, um, you know, in this journey that I can bring to my coaching clients. And so some of the lessons that I learned through Ironman was get the right tools, you know, so if you're in business, get the right tools. Don't, you know, get the tennis shoes that are going to work. Get the bike that's going to be comfortable and fits your body. You know, those are important things. And in business, too, we scrimp and we save. And sometimes we do that with the wrong areas. And we don't set ourselves up for success. So get the right tools. Get support and coaching. So when I signed up for the Ironman, the first thing I did the next morning was clear my schedule so that I could fully go all in and like my training plan. And I hired a coach because I have no idea. I haven't done an endurance sport. I don't know how to eat right. I don't know how to set up a training schedule. Hire a coach. And as business owners, hire a coach, get someone that knows how to help you, that can be that person in that support system and set you up for success. So that was pretty interesting. So I trained for 16 weeks, did my first Ironman. It was very difficult, but pretty cool to accomplish something like that. For people that don't know, explain what the Ironman, what that whole challenge is. Yes. So um, it starts with a 2.4 mile swim. Usually, or always in open water. Um, so Ironman are always open water. So lake, river, ocean. Um, and then a 112-mile bike ride. And then a full marathon. Now, I had only done five kids. I'd never done a marathon until the day I did Ironman. So um, <laughs> that was the longest I'd ever run was that day. So, um, yeah, so and you do that all together. You have to complete it in 17 hours or you're just qualified. So I did mine in t- around 12 and a half. And, um, yeah, it was a crazy long day. In the heat in Texas. 
holy Hannah. Yeah. <laughs> and you did it again? <laughs> I did. Well, I was trying to beat my time. I ended up this time a whole nother mindset challenge. I went into this Alaska Ironman with an injury three weeks beforehand. I had um, gotten an injury in my foot, so I could not run until I was just planning to save it and try to run on Ironman, you know, on day it ended up, I couldn't. So I had to walk the entire marathon. I don't recommend that. It takes forever. So <laughs> um, it was a little bit longer day, but again, I was like, I'm not coming here and leaving without that medal. So I'm going to do whatever it takes to get to the finish line. Wow. Kudos to you. And now I'm going to kind of flip the conversation because you are somebody who has been a serial entrepreneur. What do you think the number one reason is that small businesses fail? I would say the number one reason is that they don't understand or know their numbers. Because knowing your numbers fixes so many things. So this can go either way. You can have businesses that have a lot of sales volume, multi-million dollar businesses, lots of cash coming in, and they fail. They don't understand their numbers, which means maybe margin, how the cash flows in and out, profitability, how to, you know, work with their expenses, whatever the number is that they haven't been focused on. And this can happen with little tiny startups who just never make the sales and never get off the ground. I work with so many little retailers who have never measured their conversion. They don't know how many people walk through their door every day. That's a number you need to know. They don't understand their average ticket, like how many things do I sell and, you know, how much am I marking it up? Those are numbers. And if you don't know those things properly, you don't know how to set goals. You don't know where to be marketing. You don't know what to be buying and all of those. So those are the things we think cause failure in business. But really, if you dig down to the root of it, if you understand your numbers, you can avoid so many pitfalls. Great advice. As we are wrapping up, what do you want to leave our listeners with, Sierra? Let's go back to the the living big. Like, I want you to think about what that looks like for you. My living big is crazy, okay? Iron Man, lots of businesses, you know, so I don't want you to listen to this today and say, that sounds great for you, Sierra. I'm not wired like you. Yes, living big, that's you. That's not me. No, your living big could be doing the very best, being the best steward of your amazing at-home business. It could be being a steward of your, you know, your kid's time right now or the talents you have, or it could be leaning in to learn something new. So we all are called to live big. And I want you to think about what that means for you. And don't compare your big to someone else's because we each have our own journey. Absolutely fabulous. How can everybody reach out to you, Sierra? Well, please reach out to me. I love to visit with people. You can probably, best way to find me would be just on my website, um, theboutiqueworkshop.com. Make sure the is in front of it. Um, you can find my email there. I have some free courses there, a profit first for retail course. So if you have an inventory-based business and you're interested in paying yourself for the first time maybe um, or just being more profitable, that would be a fun free course for you to take. It wouldn't take very long. Find me there. And then all my socials and all the other good stuff are right there on the website too. And they'll be up on our show page at, at wordofmomradio.com. Sierra, thank you so much for sharing Living Big because, you know, hear that expression, you know, you only live once. It's not true. You live every day. You die once. So yes. just go out there and go for it. You've got this life. Lean go in and it. just, yep, yeah. just do it. I Absolutely. love it. You've got Thanks for having me. Food. Oh, it's been my absolute pleasure, really. And again, thank you. And for all of you tuning in, Thanks so much for being here with us. We're going to close out with our fabulous theme song from Smith Sisters and the Sunday Drivers. 
So till next time, this is Dory DiCarlo saying go out and create a marvelous you. Bye for now. She is sure. She is sure. She is strong. She is strong. She is true.